0: Welcome to the Simply Charlotte Mason podcast. I'm Sonia Shafer. Today, as we are recording this, we're getting close to summer break. And so I wanted to talk with my friend and coworker, Laura Pitney.
1: Hi. Hi.
0: <laughs> I wanted to talk with you about the best way to use summer break so we get our break but still we don't enter fall. Feeling like we're playing catch up the whole time in a frenzy. Yeah. So let's talk about some big ideas of how to how do use summer break.
1: Well, I look forward to the summer break um, starting in maybe March. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I'm counting down those days. So um, I feel like my mindset has always been, you know, to really spend time with the family, time that is um, devoted to them um, versus all the things we have to do. Um, I also, um, do consider it a catch-up time, meaning things in my house that maybe I didn't have time to see about, um, projects, things that need to happen that I would have had to have, um, picked, whether it was school day lessons or painting the hallway, you know, so, you know, just, things that I really wanted to get done that I chose to delay until summer. So I do consider it part of a, a catch-up time, um, not just on house things, but also even like habits, things that um, I really started to notice with my children and myself that we needed to put a little extra time into. So. Um, I try to have purposeful things that we're gonna work on and do, but it's not formal lessons or anything like that. It's just um, things that I didn't have time for um, during our regular routine of a week kind of thing. Um, I really like to take uh, June and July off from school, like school work, school planning, all of that. Um, So in order to prevent August from being super crazy, trying to be last minute on any school planning, I personally try to get that planning done April and May. So then I can just close all my books up and know that it's ready for whenever I start back in August. So whether um, a person plans like I do before the school year ends or you know, taking the time out during the summer um, to do some planning, really helps the fall be, you know, set up for success. But that's just my how I, I tend to, to think of summer um, and how I kind of plan it. Um, I love taking vacations. We always go camping. We have our retreat with work that, you know, is always um, so encouraging. So there's definitely um, good benchmarks to my summer that I want to participate in. Uh, and I want our family to participate in. Um, but I can't neglect my other responsibilities with um, my home and the kids' habits and the school planning. So as much as I would like to call it a break, it's just more like different work. You know? <laughs> I mean, practically,
0: you know, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And As I was thinking about it, and let me just mention yeah. that not everybody takes a long summer right. break. We're aware of that. I did not when I was homeschooling all my kids. But what we're talking about can apply really to any longer break, whether you go three months on, one month off, three months on, one month off. That whole month off, a lot of these ideas can still apply. And when I was thinking about taking a longer break, the phrase that Charlotte mentioned came to mind where she said, don't confuse liberty with license.
1: Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) The difference
0: being um, liberty is we have freedom within these boundaries. But sometimes we can take a step over the line into license where it's like anything goes, Mm -hmm. no boundaries whatsoever. And I think that might be, when we get into that territory, that might be where the wheels fall off the wagon. And then when school time comes again, we're scrambling to try and, you know, does this wheel go on this axle? Where does this go? How do we get this thing moving again? So that can apply, as you said, habits, Mm -hmm. if we just let the habits go during the break.
1: Yeah, I like how you said liberty is within the boundaries. And so I think it would be important to know what your boundaries are. So maybe just give some thought into things that you feel like your home has to have. So which habits are super important. Chores are or, gonna keep going. Yes, yeah. Gotta keep the chores going. I yeah. mean, we're not gonna let the trash pile up all summer long. Right. Please. right. So I think just defining what you personally want those boundaries to be so that you really can enjoy the Liberty. I think that that's would be really smart to do.
0: We were talking earlier about one potential place you need to yeah. define that would be bedtime. Oh,
1: that is a constant battle in my house. <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily that the children don't obey. It's just always, hey, can we stay up later tonight? It's not a school night. Or, hey, we don't have school tomorrow. Or, we only have a short day. There's always, um, they just always want to stay up late. Mm-hmm. So And you have older children I now. do. I do. And usually I go to bed before them. <laughs> so that's a challenge because I do know that um, come the beginning of August, if they're still staying up late because I've allowed them a later bedtime for the summer months or Mm -hmm. for our break time, Mm -hmm. then if they jump right back into that, when we start school, they're going to be dragging. So therefore, I want to set them up for success and say, hey, we need to start, you know, working back to our school time bedtime, um, which they don't want to do because they're like, it's still break. You know, why would we do that? So... You know, it's a choice of either letting them suffer, like you said, the natural consequences of um, maybe not prepping themselves like they should for you know uh, earlier bedtime and getting up earlier, or me making them because I know it's for their better good and it'll be easier on me. Exactly, if they're rested and
0: you just have to think through those things and decide.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So for for me, that that is that would be a boundary: is they can't stay up to whenever they want. You know, I don't mind. Um, having some margin there to where, you know, a school time bedtime maybe 10 o'clock and a summertime bedtime maybe 11 or 12, you know, it's just. I'd have to think through that, but right. I can't just not have a bedtime. Right. That would be the wills that would be lost licensed. forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they wouldn't come back. They just rolled over the hill, honey. They're gone.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so bedtime is one area yeah. where we need to make those decisions, where the boundary is going to yeah. be. And it might be a different yeah. boundary than right. during the school year, as you said, right. um, as long as we can make the transition right. back again. An- another one, along with those habits, we talked about chores, but then there's also any family traditions i don't necessarily yeah. want to call it that but you know like if you're doing your scripture memory right decide is that something we only do during the school year or is that part of our family culture and we're going to keep mm-hmm. that going all summer long yeah.
1: yeah that would definitely be something to consider those things and for us it's not necessarily just the lessons that are done it's the connection with my family especially as the kids are older and they have different um, outside of the home commitments, that family time of doing our scripture memory and praying together is really important because that may be the only 30 minutes I get with them that day, mm. you know, just because of the busyness of this break or the or whatever it is. Um, so I definitely think that would be a good part to consider for your boundary too, is, you know, those, like you said, the life culture of your of your family. Yeah.
0: One other part I think it's good for us to talk about in a longer break is the atmosphere, keeping the atmosphere of our home the way we want it to be. And a lot of that depends on how we are feeling Mm -hmm. as parents and how we are operating. Um, Definitely go out to play. Mm -hmm. You need some time Mm -hmm. to go out and play. And you also need some time to evaluate how things are going the rest of the year. I heard an interesting statement. Um, one of the podcasts that I listened to, the host said something like, time off is not going to heal you when the problem is how you spend your time on.
1: It's really good.
0: <laughs> if you really think about that, that was one of those aha moments. Mm-hmm. We Sometimes we think, we're just going to go at 120% all school year and then we just collapse. But that's not what's going to be best for our children. This is a marathon, yeah. not a sprint, and we've got to figure out ways to make it sustainable mm-hmm. with without killing ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> but more than that, it's not just surviving it, it is how can we thrive mm-hmm. in this environment as well and create the atmosphere we want. So one thing you can do is take some time during the summer months to give our, our other nine months of the year a kiss. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that yeah. in a previous podcast. We'll leave yeah. a link for everybody, but how to give your homeschool a kiss. Think through what do I want to keep doing? What are we doing now that I want to keep doing? What do I want to improve on that we're doing now, but we could improve it a little bit more. That's the I. And then the two S's are, what are we doing now that we should stop doing? And what's something new that we want to start? That's the other S. So keep, improve, stop, and start. That's just a simple framework to think through. And you can think through it for your home school, yes, but also for you personally.
1: I think that's important. I think we get burnt out and almost like stuck in a rut and we lose um, that we feel value or valued mm. in our home because we are the person doing all the things. And, you know, I think that's important where, like you said, just the time to reflect and to make sure we're in God's word and spending time with the Lord, just because our value is in him, even though our family may not appreciate us. <laughs> I'm just saying that's just the season right. that we go through where we feel real dry and in the monotonous Monotonous of the school season, you know. If we're traditional with the fall and a spring semester, come May, we really want that break. And that goes back to your quote of the break isn't going to heal it. Yeah. Um, so to spend time, like you said, reflecting, I think is there's just so that's so important for our own hearts. Um, I think we get lost a lot of times in um, how much we give to our families that. Um, if we're not letting the Lord pour into us, we do feel dry, but we need that refilling so that we can pour into our families and we probably would enjoy the break better. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> you know? true.
0: Yeah, you can enjoy yeah. a break much more if you're not exhausted and yeah. burnt out. Yeah. yeah. So, So we want to... Take, yes, take break time for extended refreshing mm-hmm. and extended time with the Lord and mm-hmm. really, you know, go to those special events like you mm-hmm. mentioned, the Charlotte Mason yeah. Together Retreat right. that can just renew you mm-hmm. in a special way, right. but don't depend on that to carry you through the whole year. Yeah. Yeah. You need to also set up regular times mm-hmm. to keep that refreshment coming from the Lord. Yeah. Or you're not gonna make it through. Right. The wheels are gonna right. just fall off.
1: Right. And I think it's important to um, I'll give you an example. There's times where we'll use our break, whether it's, you know, like you said, a week here and there through the school year or the summer break, and we'll spend time maybe catching up on a handicraft. Mm-hmm. And that's time that we can give uninterrupted time to versus sometimes our school year, our school days are just end up being way busier than yeah. maybe we yeah. plan. And so understanding that that time given to, say, the handicraft with our with our children is also time we're given to their relationships, the good conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's always frustrations when we're learning any kind of skill or handicraft, sure. but it's just, if we're not distracted by the things we have to get done, because it's not necessarily a school day, I just feel like it helps our own mindsets to be more geared towards, oh, I really like my kids, you know, like, they're good kids <laughs> yeah, yeah. versus, you know, checking everything off the list and just being so defeated because it's just been a long school year. Yes, yes. What else mm-hmm. do I still need to do yeah. versus yeah. I can
0: be more present yeah. in the moment yeah. and enjoy them, as you said. Yeah. And that would go with um, handcrafts, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. projects mm-hmm. that the kids could help you with, or yeah. they could just watch and cheer you on, yeah. <laughs> depending on what it is. Um, even field trips.
1: Hard yeah. Yeah. time, driving. You know, it's just... Seeing the value in being with them, yes, whatever that is, um, yes. I think is important.
0: Good, good, good word. Thanks. You're welcome. If you enjoyed this podcast, subscribe through iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast app so you don't miss an episode. You can also subscribe to the video version of this podcast or read the blog post on our website at simplycharlottemason.com. All of those links will be in the notes, along with links to any resources that I mentioned. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you next time.